Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Welcome to our broadcast today. We certainly appreciate you watching. And today I have with me my wife, Carolyn. We have been married for 51 years, and we are so blessed to the Lord. And I wanted her to join me today in wishing you a Happy New Year, a Merry Christmas, and we just thank each and every one of you for watching our broadcast, and especially those of you that are partners with us. Thank you for believing in this ministry. Thank you for believing in the call of God on our lives. As I was praying this morning, I came across this scripture, and I wanted to read it to you. If they obey and serve Him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. That is the will of God for us, to spend our days and our years enjoying the fruits and the goodness of our God. And I want to say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of you who support us. We really do appreciate it. Amen. And listen, I want to read a scripture to you as well. This is what I'm praying for each and every one of you in this coming new year. Psalm 115, verses 12 through 15, it says, The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. It goes on to say, And the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. That's our prayer for you in this coming new year, that God's blessing will overtake you, that you will experience increase beyond anything you've ever experienced before. And praise God, we're expecting testimonies of that from you as we get into the new year. And listen, stay tuned. In just a few moments, I'll be back with today's message. Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. What a joy it is to have you watch our broadcast. And thank you once again for all of you faithful viewers and faithful partners. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you do to help us reach the world with the message of faith. Today, I'm going to take you into our service here in Crowley, Texas at Heritage of Faith Christian Center, where I was preaching the message that the Lord has given me for 2018, the prophetic word. And it simply is this, days of glory, days of flourishing, and days of abounding. Now, I'm not going to talk about it a whole lot here at the beginning because I want to expound upon it in the service itself. So I want to take you into that service, and I want to encourage you to listen very closely, watch, and then at the close of the service, I'll be back with some special announcements. So watch now, and I believe, praise God, it is going to be faith-building and faith-inspiring. Most of you know that during the month of October every year is when I set some special time aside to be in the presence of the Lord to ask Him about the prophetic word for the coming new year. Earlier this month, I had that opportunity and I heard Him say these words, continue to preach, teach, and emphasize the importance of faithfulness. It's still my plan for the faithful to flourish. Amen. I'll say it again. Continue to preach, teach, and emphasize the importance of faithfulness. It's still my plan for the faithful to flourish. He went on to say, if you'll do this, then they will eventually get it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you'll do this, then they will eventually get it. And then finally he said, it's never been more important than right now for them to flourish in every area of their lives. How many of you would agree with that? Praise God. It's never been more important for you and I to flourish 
in every area of our lives than right now. <clears throat> this world, uh, just say it this way, it's gone nuts. <laughs> it's, not, it's not your grandfather's world. It's not even the world I knew as a kid. It's not even the world I knew 20 years ago. And thank God I know the Word. Thank God the Word is in my heart in abundance because I don't know how people make it today without the Word of God and without a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So cling to that. Don't, don't make any decision whatsoever that it's just too hard to serve the Lord. It's just too tough. No, without Him, you are hopeless. And you say amen. amen. But with Him, praise God, I have hope. And with Him, I have confidence that somehow, some way, when it's all said and done, I'll come out on the other side victorious. Can you say amen? Amen. So in obedience to him, I'm going to just keep on preaching, teaching, and emphasizing faithfulness. Now, I've been doing that since November the 2nd, 2016, when he gave me that word about the faithful shall flourish. I have preached that message all over the world, literally all over the world since November 2016. I've continued to preach it. Uh, I've just recently returned from Italy and Sicily, preached it all over Italy, preached it all over Sicily. In fact, uh, I was told that in some areas of Sicily, uh, an American had never been there to preach. I was the first, praise God. And uh, I was preaching on faithfulness, just like I've been doing here, like I've been doing in every church here in America and abroad. And um, uh, I, you would think you know, that there's just so many sermons you can preach on faithfulness. But the Word is inexhaustible. I keep, I keep seeing faithfulness on every page. I, I believe the Lord's still got an abundance of sermons for me to preach on faithfulness. And I like what He said. And you keep doing it, and eventually they'll get it. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, there is hope for you. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> So once again, in obedience to him, I'm going to keep on preaching, teaching, and emphasizing faithfulness. And furthermore, I'm determined to live it before you, live it before the people everywhere I go, so that you can see that the word is true. The faithful man shall abound in blessings. Amen. That's the evidence of faithfulness, that you will abound in blessings. Can you say amen? Now, a few days ago, I was preparing to fly to Alabama to do a service, and uh, the Holy Spirit said these words to me. This was on October the 27th, and I want to read them to you. These are indeed the days of my greater glory, saith the Lord. I will cause it to manifest for all who have, been, all who have remained faithful to me and faithful to my word, and I will cause them to flourish and to abound even as I have promised in my word. I will honor their loyalty to me by enabling them to overcome every attack of the evil one, and I will bring them into the greatest breakthroughs that they have experienced thus far. Rest assured that I'm working in their behalf even now, and they shall triumph, and they shall be victorious, and all shall see that I am still the God of the breakthrough, and I'm still the God who keeps covenant. So lift up your hands 
and lift up your voices and praise your God, the God who is unlike any other God, the God who blesses all who have been loyal and faithful to him, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands, lift up your voices, and praise him. Hallelujah. Praise the God who is unlike any other God. Can you say amen? So the prophetic word for 2018 is about to come on the screen. Days of glory, days of flourishing, days of abounding. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Days of glory, days of flourishing, and days of abounding. Get it in your spirit, praise God. Write it down. In fact, before long, we'll have it all printed up. Give everybody a copy. I hope you do what I do every year. I start a new notebook with notes from the Lord, sermons from the Lord, and I put right in the front of it the prophetic word for that year. Keep it before me everywhere I go. I have it here in my outline notebook. I have it in my day timer. I have it everywhere, on my desk, everywhere. I'm not playing spiritual games or, or church. I, I'm, I'm serious, praise God. I want what God wants for me. Can you say amen? amen? So consequently, every year it comes to pass in my life, and I have been flourishing all year long. Hallelujah. It sounds like I'm ready to go to the next level, or God's ready to take me to the next level. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm ready to go to the next level. <clears throat> amen. So let's talk about this this morning. This will be uh, my first sermon to talk about days of glory, days of flourishing, and days of abounding. So it begins right here in our home church, praise God. And then from here on out, I'll preach it everywhere I go. Now, many years ago, when I was studying the Word of God uh, regarding the glory, I remember being in a meeting where Kenneth Hagin preached on the glory of God, and it made a tremendous impact on my life. In fact, it was one of those powerful Holy Ghost meetings. I mean, we had a, a move of God in that service that day, and I'll never forget it. I still, ha I still have the, the cassette tape of it. That's how far back it was. And I listened to it from time to time. Kenneth Hagin on the glory of God. It's probably on YouTube or something like that, you know, with those messages of his old camp meetings. And I began studying the glory. And I discovered this. If you want to join with me in, in um, Exodus chapter 33, Exodus chapter 33, I discovered this about the glory of God. Number one, and I've, I've preached this part of it here before, the glory of God is the manifested presence of God, the manifested power of God, and the manifested goodness of God. That's what the glory is. It's the manifested presence, the manifested power, and the manifested goodness of God. Now, you can clearly see this in the book of Exodus, chapter 33, particularly beginning with verse 18, where Moses makes this request of the Lord. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Now, Moses makes it very clear what he desires. He wants to see God's glory. Notice how God responded in the next verse. I will make all my goodness 
pass before thee. Moses didn't ask to see the goodness of God. He asked to see the glory of God. But apparently, in the mind of God, they're one and the same. The glory of God is the manifested presence of God. You can see this in verse 22. God says to him, and it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by. Now notice how God interchanges the words goodness and glory. First he said, I'll I'll show you my, my goodness. Then he turns back and says, and all my glory will pass before you. So God uses the words uh, indicating that they're both the same, that the glory of God is a manifestation of the goodness of God. And my Bible talks about throughout the goodness of God. God is good. Hallelujah. I I was preaching a message in Miami years ago, and uh, the Lord gave me this title. If it ain't good, it ain't God. (laughs) I appreciated him using the word ain't, praise God. And I used to get in trouble all the time saying ain't, you know. But he said, if it ain't good, it ain't God. Amen. In the beginning, everything God made, immediately after he made it, the Bible says, and it was good. And it was good. So look at your neighbor and say, if it ain't good, it ain't God. Amen. He's a good God. Look at your neighbor and say, he's a good God. That's where Oral Roberts got that phrase. He's a good God and something good is going to happen to you today. Amen? Praise God. So God responded to Moses and said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And verse 22, once again, and it will come to pass while my glory passeth by. So once again, Moses asked to see God's glory. And God said, I'll show you my goodness. So apparently the manifested goodness of God is a vital part of the glory of God. Now, the Lord said it's going to be days of glory. Days of glory. What can we expect to see during days of glory? The goodness of God. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm headed for the goodness of God. More than I've ever experienced it before. How many of you really believe that? Praise God. I believe it. I'm already excited about it. I've seen the goodness of God. Ever since I came to the Lord over 48 years ago, God has been good to Jerry Savelle. But he's about to get gooder. (laughs) Hallelujah. I guess today is the day that I get to use any old language I want to use. (laughs) Nobody here to correct me. Hallelujah. All right. So the goodness of God is a manifestation of the glory of God. Now, earlier God told Moses in verse 14, my presence shall go with thee. Here again, we find that the manifested presence of God is also a vital part of the glory of God. So what we can expect in 2018 is greater manifestations of the goodness of God and greater manifestations of the presence of God. Amen. Not only in church, and I'm expecting it in church, but where it really counts is out there in your everyday life. And you say, amen. amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know about you, but I'm expecting the manifested goodness and the manifested presence of God every day in my life. And give him a shout in advance, praise God. Amen. Still earlier, the Bible proclaims 
that God had brought the children of Israel out of Egypt by his power in Exodus 32 verse 11 with great power and with a mighty hand. And furthermore, God promised in Exodus 34, 10, I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth. So here again, we see that the glory of God is not only a manifestation of the goodness of God and the presence of God, but also the power of God. And notice what God says to them. And I believe he's saying it to us today. I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth. I'm getting ready. You're getting ready to see God do things we've never seen him do before. You haven't seen all he can do. I haven't seen all he can do. Nobody's seen all he can do, but he's about to show out how they do it. And what a great time for him to do so. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Now, the Bible records a prayer of David when he was going through a very tough time in his life. More than likely, it was when he was in the wilderness fleeing from Absalom, who was endeavoring to take his life. In Psalm 63, if you go there with me for a moment, Psalm 63, verse 1 says, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee, my soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Now notice, I think it's very important to take note of the fact that even when David was facing one of the greatest trials of his life, he didn't forget his God, he didn't turn his back on God, and he didn't walk away from his faith in God who had delivered him many, many times in the past. He stuck with God even though his life is, is under threat. He remained faithful. The Bible says, I'm in a dry and thirsty land, David said. I'm in a dry and thirsty land. This implies a place of wilderness. So once again, David's talking about He's in a place of weariness. But David did not give up. He did not back down. He clings to the fact that God always preserves the faithful. Notice once again, he says, to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. It's one thing to witness God's presence in church, but it's another thing to witness God's presence when you're out there all alone and you don't think anybody knows what you're going through. Can you say amen? amen? So David is under great pressure, but he's still calling upon God, and he wants to see his glory. What's he want to see? The manifested goodness, the manifested presence, and the manifested power of God. And I think it's very important to remind you that he says, as I've seen before. What is that a reference to? God, if you've done it before, you can do it again. Amen? If you've done it before, then you can do it again. And apparently he believes that God will honor his request because he says in the very last verse, the king shall rejoice in God. Amen? The king shall rejoice in God. Now, in another place, Psalm 27 and verse 13, David says this, I would have fainted 
if I had not believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He said, I would have fainted. I, I, I wouldn't have been able to stand. I wouldn't have been able to continue to, to uh, keep my eyes on God if I hadn't believed. What do you believe when you're in the wilderness? What are you believing when you're under your greatest attacks? What are you believing when all hell breaks loose in your life? What are you believing when it looks like it's a, it's a, a lost cause? David said, I would have fainted if I hadn't believed that I was about to see the goodness of God. That's what you got to keep on your mind. Keep in the forefront of your thinking. I may be going through a tough time right now, but I know on the other side of this tough time is the goodness of God is waiting for me, praise God. Can you say amen? A manifestation of his glory is just on the other side of every test and every trial. Hallelujah. But are you willing to wait for it? Are you willing to stay strong while you're going through that trial? David said once again, I would have fainted if I hadn't believed. God spoke to Isaiah when his people were experiencing great trials and mainly because of their own sin. They brought it upon themselves. But eventually God says this through Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 60, verses one and two. <clears throat> Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Notice it appears to me that after every great attack, it seems like on the other side of it is a manifestation of the glory of God. Amen. After every hard time, on the other side of it, awaiting for you is the glory of God, the manifestation of the glory of God. And here he says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Now this is not only a word for the people in Isaiah's day, but it is a prophetic word for the people of our day as well. And what is God saying? Don't you dare give up now. Don't you dare turn back now. Don't you dare let go of your faith now. Why? Because the glory of the Lord is, is rising up on you and the glory of the Lord will be seen upon you. What does that mean? If you keep reading the people who will see it, not just church people, he said the Gentiles will, will be attracted to what's happening to you. It's the world that's going to see the goodness of God, the presence of God, and the power of God in your life, and it will attract them to Him. Hallelujah. And you say amen. The faithful shall flourish, and it will be like days of heaven on earth. We all want to flourish. So what does it mean to be faithful? In the powerful book, The Faithful Shall Flourish, Jerry Savelle teaches how to ensure that we're flourishing by considering our ways in four areas of our lives, including 
being planted, being persistent in your faith, being faithful as a doer of God's word, and being secure in God's faithfulness. God wants to manifest his presence in your life in the insightful CD teaching, Creating an Atmosphere for the Manifestation of God's Presence, Power, and Goodness. You will learn that you have a lot to do with whether or not you experience the manifested presence, power, and goodness of God. Jerry Savelle explains using biblical truths how you can create the atmosphere of faith in which God operates. Don't wait any longer. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request the Creating an Atmosphere package, including The Faithful Shall Flourish and Creating an Atmosphere for the Manifestation of God's Presence, Power, and Goodness. Be inspired to create the atmosphere for God to flourish you and change your life today. Praise God. Isn't that an exciting message? And listen, we're going to continue it next week, so I want to encourage you, make your plans to join with me. I want you to begin to speak the Word of God. The Bible says that if you decree a thing, it shall be established unto you. What do you mean by decree? It's talking it, speaking it. The Bible says that you can have what you say if you believe in your heart and doubt not. So I want to encourage you to do what I do. I get up every day and several times during the day, and before I go to bed at night, I speak this prophetic word over my life that I will have days of glory, I will have days of flourishing, and I will have days of abounding. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Now, once again, our special offer this week, a little book that I wrote not too long ago entitled, The Faithful Shall Flourish. The Bible says in Psalm 92, the Amplified Version, the uncompromisingly righteous shall flourish. What does it mean to be uncompromising? It means to stay faithful. Don't waver. Don't doubt. Just stay strong and firm on the Word of God, and God promises that you will flourish. Now, in this little book, I give you several definitions of the word flourish, and once again, how to take the Word of God into your heart, dare believe it, stand on it, and expect it to come to pass. Great little book, and it won't take you very long to read it. And I'm telling you, I believe after you've read it, your faith is going to go to another level. And then here's a two-CD uh, series that I preached some time back, Creating an Atmosphere for the Manifestation of God's Presence, God's Power, and God's Goodness. I'm telling you, this is so exciting, and I believe, praise God, that once again, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I believe your faith is going to go to another level. And, you know, every time you hear the Word of God, expect your faith to go to another level. So what is the glory of God? We mentioned it on today's broadcast. It's the manifestation of the presence of God, the goodness of God, and the power of God. And that's what God wants you to experience throughout this coming new year. I want to encourage you, lay hold upon it, Dare to believe it and watch God bring it to pass. I want to thank you once again for joining us today. And if you'd like to have these special offers, please log on to the website or look on your screen right now for the ordering information. I want to ask you also to prayerfully consider, if you haven't already done so, become a partner with this ministry. You're helping us in partnership to take the message of faith to the world. This is a worldwide ministry, and we thank God for the opportunity that He's given us to impart into the lives of millions of people all over the world. So consider becoming a partner, and I thank you in advance for doing so. Join me again next week as we continue this message, and until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world. Next week. Notice that pattern. After every major attack, 
on the other side of it, the glory is waiting to be revealed. And what is the glory? The manifested goodness, the manifested presence, and the manifested power of God. 